0: Myself, my name is James Bond. He's looking at you, kid. The force will be with you. Always. always, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. You're going to need a bigger boat. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Where shall I go? What shall I do? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. Hey guys, welcome to Backlot Review, an official part of the Backlot Podcast Network. I'm your host, Steven Saria, and I'm joined by my co-host, John Kegley. John, what's up?
1: May the Force be with you, always.
0: Damn, that was pretty good. Thank you. That's from Harry Potter, right? Lord of the Rings. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. I forgot about that scene. All right, so before we start the episode, I just want to take a couple moments to say something um i'd like to apologize on the lack of podcast content out in the last couple of weeks john and i are both university students we had finals week come up and a bunch of other stuff in the midst of all that and unfortunately we had to take a break on the podcast however now that all that is over we're going back to a regular schedule we have this episode obviously that you're listening to right now hopefully we have an upcoming one filled with a bunch of reviews. That's a fun one. There's some Ut Con Jebs on there. Marriage Story, The Irishman, Parasite, uh, The Farewell. A bunch of cool shit on that episode. We also have a big 2019 recap where John and I will list our top 10 films of the year, our favorite performances, biggest disappointments, stuff like that. And I also have another big episode in the works, which is basically the 20. 20- 10s as like a recap you know rating the best films and what i think are the most important films of the 2010s as a whole so a lot of cool shit coming out soon but i just wanted to put this out there and say we apologize for the lack of podcast content however we are still posting on twitter daily instagram as well uh but i just wanted to put that out there for you guys so now that that has been said if you guys haven't you know been able to tell by now we're diving straight into the Rise of Skywalker, we're jumping right into this bad boy, face first, John, face first. Um, Let's do it. we're gonna do a top five at the end of the episode, just because there's so much to talk about in this and so little time. I feel like you could make uh, like a three-hour podcast on this movie.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, and you could probably and discuss. you could probably
0: put more thought into that podcast and what we're gonna say and then they did that than they did like into what was actually going into this movie. <laughs> okay so um, John have you heard about Star Wars
1: nope what is it
0: I wasn't expecting that answer I wasn't prepared (laughs) I didn't have like a joke (laughs) prepared
1: (laughs) this is what I do I have to keep you on your toes
0: I I like that okay so for those of you that's
1: what you should expect from a co-host
0: I know I I, I knew I did a, a good job picking you okay wait
1: I picked myself
0: what okay (laughs) so so for those of you who don't know you know what rise of skywalker is about here's a little imdb summary for you the surviving resistance faces the first order once more as ray finn and poe dameron's journey continues with the power and knowledge of generations behind them the final battle commences but this is like the actual final battle and not the final battle this is like the final final one but not the final one that we thought was in episode (laughs) six this is like for real the last one apparently 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 so this was directed by jj abrams he also directed the force awakens um we'll talk about that (laughs) talk about that later well
1: before you wait hold on because i I also want to bring up because i want to go into it a little bit later um the screenplay and story were done both by J.J. Abrams, and he brought along uh, Chris Terrio. If you don't know who Chris Terrio is, he did Argo with Ben Affleck, um, Batman versus Superman, and Justice Luke.
0: Hmm. I mean, Argo is like the only one of those movies that's good. <laughs> yep. Um. Okay. But we'll
1: get into that a little bit later.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to start this off. Let's talk. Should we talk about... Let's try to go non-spoiler first, even though I feel like everyone who kind of still has interest in the sequels have already seen this Yeah, yeah. I mean, this will
1: probably be a quick non-spoiler, but let's do it.
0: Okay, so let me just start off by saying I am a die-hard Star Wars fan, okay? I love Star Wars. I grew up on the original trilogy and the prequels. The prequels will always, 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 always have a special place in my heart just because those are the films that I, as a child, grew up watching. Yeah, I like the original trilogy, but as a kid... There was just something about you know the spectacle of the prequels that kind of drew me in. Now looking back on them, obviously I realized that the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones are not good films by any standard. However, I still love them all the same.
1: Honestly, I'm about to cut you off real quick. But the thing that those those movies do—they're not good movies—but the thing that they do really well at is world building. Oh, absolutely. And That's what that's what draws your attention with those movies. Like you just dive into this universe that you know, and you just you can't escape it after that.
0: They take like the lore and the mythos of the original trilogies and they expand on that in such a fucking cool way. Like I think, and I think the ideas of the prequel trilogy are genuinely really good. Most of them, like um, how basically Palpatine took control of the Senate and his rise through there. I think the fall of Anakin, especially in the Clone Wars. If you watch the Clone Wars along with the prequels, I think it elevates the prequels so much more. It's a lot so more bearable. More. Yeah, I, th- I think it elevates them so much more, especially Revenge of the Sith. Um, but I think like the fall of Anakin is beautifully tragic, which I want to talk about later because this is one of my biggest problems with the sequel trilogy and the rest of Skywalker as a whole. Um, I think, obviously, Ewan McGregor and, um, is... Fucking amazing. So, I think honestly, while the prequel trilogy, there's a lot wrong with them, I think they have a lot of charm and I think there's a lot of good in them as well. Although, I do agree that maybe George Lucas okay, not maybe George Lucas wasn't the best, you know, option to direct, but he's his his own worst enemy, absolutely. Yeah, he had a lot of yes men on the um, you know, set with him. But I'm not going to talk about the prequels, I just wanted to say that I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I'm not a fan of the sequels, however. And I think this film is probably my least favorite Star Wars movie. Like I think I would genuinely rather watch Attack of the Clones than The Rise of Skywalker. And I know that's I, like sounds like blasphemous cuz Attack of the Clones is a bad movie. Like it's outright bad. The dialogue in that is cringe. Yeah, The performances are pretty stiff. But I think the good in Attack of the Clones and I think the ambition and the innovation in Attack of the Clones is better than that in The Rise of Skywalker. And I think Attack of the Clones tells a better and kind of more coherent story, as crazy as that is, than this movie does. Because I feel like this movie was just J.J. Abrams like, hey, what will Star Wars fans like and what can I do to make them happy after, you know, what happened with The Last Jedi? And I think this film makes The Last Jedi look like fucking Citizen Kane. If I'm being quite honest. Yeah. I think The Last Jedi will when people look back on that on the sequel trilogy, ten years from now, I think people will recognize The Last Jedi as the best of this sequel trilogy.
1: Well, you know what's funny is that um I was watching a video on it. Where, when Empire Strikes Back came out, which I don't want to compare Empire Strikes Back to the Last Jedi because I think Empire Strikes Back, like literally, might be one of the best movies of all time. Um, agree with I agree. That. I think that I think that Empire, like I, I just remember like watching a video where the, the first reactions to Empire Strikes Back, um, when it, the the film first came out, were mixed, and a lot of people didn't like the you know the whole spoiler alert. If, th- if this is a spoiler to you, then stop listening. Um, Darth Vader being a being Luke's father, bro, chill. <laughs> bro, Matt, we had what to tell the hell, Iggy that. man, we had to tell Iggy that on the way to the movie. What the? <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people didn't like that twist, and I know that movie got a lot of shit, at least in the in its initial run, and obviously people, you know, as time progressed and went went on people were starting to realize that empire is actually a phenomenal movie um i'm starting to feel like that the last jedi might get a similar type of love not a hundred you know i don't think it's going to be as crazy as empire strikes back but i'm starting to notice the tides change a little bit i'm starting to know like i feel like people are starting to give more appreciation for the last jedi and um because it
0: actually tried to do something interesting not okay different obviously The Last Jedi. There's a lot to dislike in The Last Jedi. It's not a perfect movie. It's not a bad movie. However, like the whole Resistance subplot and like Rose as a character are outright bad. But I think as a whole, it tries to do so much more than The Rise of Skywalker. Like, I don't know. The Rise of Skywalker just feels like if you gave like a ten year old who like loves Star Wars like, hey, make a a make a fucking Star Wars movie, bro. And then yeah. he he like yeah like got his toys and daddy's camera and like made a movie like you would get the rise of Skywalker,
1: 100. percent And what I feel like the rise of Skywalker tried to do is recon a lot of things the last Jedi did, which kind of gets me mad because I'm like, I get it. A lot of people didn't like the last Jedi when it came out, but you know, Ryan Johnson have already, has already has established a bunch of shit going forward that we I feel like we need to just stick with. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of things. I'm not gonna really get into details just yet because this is obviously a non-spoiler review. Um, a lot of things that The Rise of Skywalker does that just completely, you know, disregards it, and I've I just I don't like that, and I think it's also a little bit of bias on my part because I am a fan of The Last Jedi. Um, but at the end of the day, even if you are a fan or not a fan of the of The Last Jedi, I feel like you could see that The Rise of Skywalker is an extremely flawed film, like. Story aside, like, I feel like the movie just, like, doesn't flow well.
0: The editing is, is weird, Yeah, bro. the editing it's is weird. super it's, choppy. It's too fast-paced.
1: It's so fast-paced. Like, and it's it's just... I just... I don't think it's that good of a movie, man. I, I, I just... I, I walked out was so disappointed, and I got so much shit from, like... We went with, like, a squad of, like, ten people, bro, and everybody was giving me shit from not liking this movie. And I said like I'm probably gonna give this a two out of five on, on Letterboxd. Um and everyone's like, Bro, like that's a terrible review. I'm like, that's not terrible. Like a one out of fucking five is terrible. Like two out of five means that like, you know, I thought the movie wasn't good, but like, you know, it is what it is. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I just I don't know. I wasn't a fan of it. Um And I'm a and I'm a big Star Wars fan. I like just to kinda of, like go off of what Steven said, like I I I I dive into the lore hard as hell. Like the video games, I play them um i've watched some of rebels i've i've watched a lot of clone wars which i'm i've literally been binge watching for the past like month clone wars awesome. um yeah i'm I'm enjoying the hell out of clone wars so if you think i'm just like some guy that watches star wars and doesn't really think about it like no i i love this shit well
0: like there's something i noticed as like i just feel like jj J. abrams was like mad that ryan johnson like threw away all of jj abrams like terrible ideas and then jj J. abrams was like hey, what the hell, man? And he just, like, brought them back. <laughs> or, like, tried yeah. to, like, undo what, like, Ryan Johnson tried to do. And, like, it just felt like just two, like, two kids, like, trying to be, like, who are upset at each other, like, for fucking with each other's things. And, and they're trying to, like, yeah,
1: and, like, they're trying to tell a cohesive story. And I'm like, hold on, bro. Like.
0: But, like, that's th- the, that's what I think is the main problem is that yeah they didn't have a story to tell. Like, to this day, I don't know what the point of the sequel trilogy is. I don't know what well, its main theme my is. Biggest I don't gripe, know.
1: My biggest gripe with this entire universe or, or sequel trilogy and, and a lot of people like the prequel trilogy kind of had this. And obviously George Lucas was involved and he's like the mastermind behind everything. Um But like, if, if you're going to just, you know, establish a shared universe. And what I mean by that is you're going to make, you know, movies, TV shows, all this, you know, comic books, everything related to each other. This is all canon going forward. You need to have, like, someone that's, you know, like, giving a blueprint, you know, how we can we can go forward and tell one cohesive story. Like, and I feel like the perfect example is Kevin Feige at Marvel. Mm-hmm. If they if they had someone like him, not necessarily Kevin Feige, they can actually get Dave Filoni for all I know, like to I think to, he needs know.
0: to be the next guy. I think Kathleen Kennedy he needs, needs to, to be go. the Kevin
1: Feige of Star Wars, yeah. in my opinion. Because Kathleen Kennedy is just not cutting it. They need to have someone that understands the lore, understands and appreciates, you know, Star Wars for what it is, and you know, plan this out. You know what I mean? And and that's the problem that these sequels had was that no there was no plan. It was JJ Abrams brought in because he did so well on on Star Trek one and two, uh, he did lost. You know what I mean? He's he's you know he's an established guy in Hollywood. He's I don't think he's I don't, his, he's, he's, he's I, don't stuff.
0: I don't think he's a good director or a good writer.
1: <laughs> I mean that's that's a debate for for another day, but for the most part, this was something that they knew like that understood Star Wars and that they wanted to bring in just to start, you know, just to to roll the ball and and get a new story uh, on the way and. They completely fucked it up, and I'm not, i don't even want to say that Ryan Johnson fucked it up. But if if they expected Ryan Johnson to tell another story, or if they expected Ryan Johnson to follow what J.J. Abrams did, then I feel like you don't really know Ryan Johnson. Like he kind of like likes to do this kind of shit. He likes to do different movies. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna go with the flow. Yeah. and um, I don't know. That was just the biggest problem. And they tried to bring J.J. in to end it, and nah, it just it didn't work.
0: So, okay, so I'm gonna ask you a question, John. What would you say is the moral of the sequel trilogy like what what's the point? What's the story they're trying to tell if you had to if you had to summarize it
1: i don't I don't even know I really don't know like
0: because it kind of has
1: no re- like, there's no there's no meaning behind it anymore
0: because in my opinion, I think all the sequel trilogy does is render all six movies before this pointless like a thousand percent like i think anakin skywalker and darth vader is now a pointless character i think anakin is probably like the biggest what they do to anakin in this movie is the biggest disservice in all of star wars and we'll get into that later yeah when when we talk about spoilers spoilers yet. i think luke i think luke was handled fine. I know some people are upset with what happened in The Last Jedi. However, I'm fine with it. I like, you know, the progression that they took his character in. Snoke? Like, I don't even want to get started Like, what the fuck is that? Like, what? What? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, everything,
0: everything is, is just, is pointless from the first six movies. Like, nothing and the, fun, the like, funny
1: thing about um about the rise of skywalker too is like they literally just like shit on all, not everything like they shit on a lot of stuff but like there's a lot of stuff that they shit on in the first 20 minutes of the movie where you're like wait what this wait this happened wait what like and yeah honestly bro like anakin and luke like what a disservice to those characters because At the end of the day, like, yeah, Hayden Christensen sucks as Anakin. Like, I I thought he looks cool, but he just is a terrible actor. I disagree.
0: I disagree. I don't think he's a bad Anakin. I think Hayden Christensen, given the dialogue and the script he was given, put out as best a performance as he could. And I think Hayden Christensen gets an incredibly bad rap because there are moments in the prequel trilogy where Hayden Christensen looks at, well, not looks, but acts and speaks just like Darth Vader. Really? Yeah, like I, uh, there, there are moments in the prequel trilogy that I'm like, damn, like I can That's actually buy this character, like turning into Darth Vader. So I think Hayden Christensen was fine, given you know the shitty ass script, you know that was fucking given to him. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, so like the point that I'm trying to get to is like Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker. These are characters that. They're like some of the best heroes and villains of all time, not just you know in pop culture, like literally, like literally of all in film,
0: yeah, in film and television, yeah, not books, everything,
1: everything. And I feel like these movies just kind of like, and like I agree with you, I'm I'm satisfied with how they treated Luke, but this new story that they like they told was it just completely shit on everything before it. So I'm like, it what takes, were you trying to accomplish?
0: It takes everything that these characters in the originals and the prequels did and just completely throws it out the window all the accomplishments and everything that anakin and luke worked for were kind of thrown away han leia were what like i guess like the world's shittiest parents i guess (laughs) i think what happened i don't want to get into spoilers you know when we talk about kylo but i think what was done we
1: probably have to start talking about spoilers any second now because we're we're starting to you know walk the line yeah
0: i think what was done with kylo's character is a travesty and don't even get me started on the villain but
1: we'll get into it we'll get into it yeah
0: i think honestly this is as much as i can say without spoilers bro because i'm about to just start blurting shit out bro
1: all right hold on just because like i want to hear what your score is like Without going into spoilers, like what would you rate this movie out of five or ten?
0: Out of five, I would say a two, and that's very generous. That's being generous. courteous. That's very yeah. generous. Yeah, that's literally I... only because of uh, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, and um, Oscar Isaac, and John Boyega.
1: Yeah, I think they all, bro. I, okay, hold on. Before we get to this, I think Adam Driver carried this movie. For as much as he could, I feel like he carried this movie, and I, I think uh, they just really did a really, really well, really good job too. Oh no,
0: yeah, Adam Driver fucking backpacks, bro. He looked like LeBron on the on the Cavs before he came to the Heat, bro. Taking one hundred percent, taking that shitty Cavs squad, um, taking the fucking Celtics a seven, bro. One hundred percent. Um,
1: yeah, I rated the movie when we walked out a two point five out of five, and I told everybody around me because they were all giving me shit for that. And I was like, I need to digest this movie because a lot of movies that I watch, I I'm either too harsh or too generous when I score them. And I need to like, you know, sit down and think about what I just watched for a day or two. And after like, I think it was two, three days um, of like really, you know, digesting of what I saw. I was like, I, I actually don't like this movie as much as I, like I like it less. And I already walked out of it not liking it. So I had to go back on Letterbox and edit edit my score to two out of five instead of 2.5 out of five.
0: I think if I watched this movie again, I think my score would drop.
1: Probably, and I I was actually like considering going to watch it with you, and then I was like, bro, like, I I feel like if I watch it again, like I might just completely shit on this movie. And I mean, even though I already am, but um, but yeah. Anyways, I think we need to dive into some spoilers. <sighs> um, all right, let's Why talk about the beginning Ray of
0: the movie. Palpatine.
1: Yeah. Why? Now, okay. I remember. Bro, you- I
0: remember trolling about. I remember. When yes, the Force Awakens yes, came out, making yes. jokes that Ray was Palpatine's was a, was like a
1: daughter, or something. yeah,
0: and it's real,
1: bro. I literally like when when they say that she's a Palpatine in the, in the film, bro. Like like half the audience in my in my screening were like, <gasps> and literally, you should have saw my face. I was like, my jaw dropped, not in like awe, like in like disappointment that I was like, they really. Like are gonna make like they're gonna cop like that's just them copying out like they're they're gonna go with this.
0: I have rolled. I I thought my eyes were gonna fucking just be permanently like looking towards. The, I thought I was gonna look at my fucking brain when that happened. That is. And you know so what's so fucking fucking bro, dumb? It's so dumb.
1: What's so funny is that like like someone said it online and it literally is the perfect uh like description of that and it's it's pretty much like they're trying to throw this parent twist. And this film, to get us all riled up and you know like excited, I don't know what they're trying to get out of us, get a reaction out of us. But how are you gonna throw this this twist in the movie in a franchise that is that literally has the biggest parent twist of all time?
0: <laughs> oh, t- yeah, yes, like,
1: like you know what I mean. Like, what are you trying? I, I, God, I hate this movie.
0: I think, I think, the part that upsets me the most about Ray being a Palpatine or one of the parts that upsets me the most is that Ryan Johnson did something. What I, what I thought was so cool about making Ray a nobody. I thought that was so, so, so cool. yes. 100%. I thought that was such a, a what, breath don't... of fresh air. Being yes. Like, hey, we have a character who's like, you know, a nobody in this universe. And that's a, a cool fucking message. It's like, and hey, she's the shit. Yeah. And she's the shit. And she's, and she's like, I guess this she's dope. She's awesome. I she's like a good Rey, character. Yeah. I like Ray as a character. I and, love Ray. I, I was
1: I, I walked into this movie like I, like Ray's still one of my favorite Star Wars characters. I just hate that twist.
0: I, this movie kind of ruined Ray for me. But look, so Ray goes from being you know the daughter of nobodies and showing you know kids in our world and you know kids in the Star Wars universe. Like what the end of the Last Jedi literally is is that hey anyone. Can be a hero. Anyone can rise above themselves and be great. Anyone can use the Force. Which is literally the last scene of The, the last, last Jedi. Frame. Yeah, literally. The last fucking scene of The Last Jedi is the kid, you know, uh, grabbing onto the broom, you know, using the Force. And then this movie makes her the daughter of the fucking villain. And not only is she a daughter of the villain, but... <laughs> She is the only one that survives, besides Chewie. <laughs> a fuck, a Palpatine, a Palpatine, because it doesn't matter if she calls herself a Skywalker, because she knew Luke for like two days. A Palpatine is the last surviving main character of the Skywalker saga. Like what? Like who? Who okayed that? Like it just—it just doesn't Odyssey, make sense. So- like, if you really wanted her to be, you know. The daughter, or you know, related to someone of importance. Why not make her? I don't know, like someone like Obi Wan's child or something. Something that well, actually. Well, the thing is, like, I I think
1: sense. that. Well, the Jedi are not known to be like they can't love. They can't, you know, Obi Wan, Obi Wan show affection, but they can't. Obi Wan had
0: a girlfriend. Oh, well, I don't I don't know if girlfriend's the is right that, term, but Obi wan is that canon? Sabine. Oh, I don't know if it is. It Sabine. I don't, I don't remember her name. Is
1: that what in what in what media? Like what.
0: Um, I'm pretty sure that's canon because Darth Maul killed her. It's not Sabine's because Sabine is part of, um, is on Rebels. Fuck, dude. I don't, I don't remember her name, but, um, like Obi-Wan has, oh, Satine, Satine. I don't remember if that's 100% canon, but I'm pretty sure that's still canon. But Obi-Wan had someone who he was, you know, ro- at least kind of, like, I don't, romantically do I honestly don't in. think
1: that's canon. I honestly don't think that's canon. I think it
0: is because Darth Maul killed her.
1: In what? I'm not saying her character's not canon. I'm talking about their love. Like, their 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 relationship.
0: I don't know. I don't know. But if they really... I mean, bro, if they really wanted to, they, they could have fucking made him... They could have made Rey... Ray, Obi Wan's like daughter but, or something like that. But at the end
1: of the day, why do we? Why do they have to be related to anybody? Exactly. Yeah. Why? That, that's that, Like, bro, when Ryan Johnson, like, when that. Okay, first of all, like that scene, that entire scene when, in the Last Jedi, when when um, when Ray is in like the 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 throne room with. Snoke and Kylo Ren that entire scene after he kills him everything everything that happens in that room I love that shit I love that fucking scene mm-hmm. and um when Adam Dry or Kylo Ren is like saying like you're nobody you're nothing like fuck I love that shit I, lo- I legit like was like clap I-, I wanted to clap in the movie theater when he said that yeah so did like I was like so bro did, like, the vision thank god to her? I I don't, I, I, they just completely shit on that. Like, do visions, like, I guess visions, like, No, there's nothing, there's nothing that, like, makes sense anymore. Like, the first of all, that vision is a lie. Two, the entire, uh, you know, Anakin being the chosen one, like, that's just, like, out the window. Yeah,
0: like, Um, that's, like, Anakin's, as a character, like, is pretty much. His
1: story just got completely shit on.
0: Yeah. Like, he's... Like, Anakin
1: is supposed to be the chosen one. He was supposed to bring balance to the force. George Lucas, for, the
0: literal creator of Star Wars, has said, Anakin is the true hero of the story. Like, like he is like, the chosen y- he, he Fucking yes. George Lucas himself has said that.
1: Yes. Anakin is, like, literally, like... Like, he was what the prophecy foretold. He is the chosen one. He was supposed to bring balance to the force, which he does. And... They completely just threw that out of the window in this film. And I it just, like, blows my fucking mind that they would completely shit on everything that George Lucas has established. And don't get me wrong. Like we were talking about earlier, George Lucas is not that good of a director at all. The only good movie that he's fucking directed is Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope.
0: American Graffiti is pretty good.
1: Well, it's not Star Wars related, but oh, yes. Okay. okay, Um, But... At the end of the day, this is the guy that that made this shit and And the funny thing, too, is like how he had like a whole script written, not a script, like a story prepared for episodes seven, eight, and nine. and i I believe ten, eleven, and twelve if they wanted to go that far. But he did have an episode seven eight and nine written. and uh, I think he gave it to Disney when Disney bought um Lucas Arts or Lucas films whatever you call it um and they just completely just threw that out of the fucking like i don't think anything that they've done in these movies or, or anything related to what he's wrote um and it's just annoying bro because i really love ray as a character like i thought they were like really establishing something good with her with the first two movies
0: can can i just like say something real quick about ray it's like i don't know if you saw i don't remember if i saw this on Twitter or on Reddit, but someone someone posted and who has a better story than Ray Palpatine? <laughs> you get it right? Like from Game of Thrones, yeah. season eight. Yeah. Like, bro, like like that's really what it feels like. Like yeah. that's that really is. And now and you were talking about Anakin. Why well I'm not gonna say why, but it really disappointed me that Anakin, the literal main character of the series doesn't even have an appearance in this. You hear his voice like very faintly, but why doesn't he? Why doesn't he have an appearance in this movie? Like he could have really been makes the, no he, he could have been the one talking on Acto to Ray when Ray goes. Bro, back.
1: no, honestly, the perfect the perfect place to place Anakin in this film was for him to be the one to talk to ben yes or to kylo yes, ren i was
0: about to say that i 100 like people have literally been speculating about that since the force awakens came out
1: dude he's been doing i mean you you've seen hayden christensen's been doing a ton of like star wars stuff this past year like yeah, i was bro. like oh he's, like, he's super, super into be this the character
0: movie. again he's super into yeah 100
1: out of nowhere like legit like after he told his story he was like i'm done like just started doing his own you know indie films and and shit projects here and there and then, um, and then, um, but like all of a sudden, in the past like what year, year and a half, like he's like you know doing media at the at Galaxy's Edge and showing up to the Star Wars. And he's pretty much like so
0: universally like, loved by by fans now that the prequels are starting to get this, you know, like they're getting following. like a
1: lot, not a new love.
0: Like yeah, like they they have there's like this cult following like around the prequels. You know, partly because the people who grew up with that, you know, kind of realize like hey, like you know, we still love these things. And, you know, with the prequel memes and all that stuff, like, I feel like people sort of started liking them, like, ironically, but now there's, like, an unironic love for them.
1: And I think yeah, Hayden Christensen... Yeah, because you start to appreciate what they did.
0: Yeah, I think Hayden Christensen is one of those people who has gotten a lot of retroactive love. Like, hey, man, like, like, you're part of our childhood, you know? like we em- Like, we embrace you. But, like, he yeah. really, he really, really, really should have appeared in this movie as, in some capacity, like, Especially as a force ghost, I mean, if you brought back Yoda in the Last Jedi to talk to Luke and puppet Yoda for that matter, like. What? I thought,
1: first of all, I love that. Yeah, I love that they did puppet Yoda.
0: Like, why not bring back and Hanakin? Like, and I know Hayden Christensen would have most likely been down because bro, that been cool. hundred uh, percent.
1: Okay, first of all, if Harrison Ford agreed to come back, a hundred percent Hayden Christensen would do it. But Absolutely. what I find funny too was I had someone tell me because I I made the same argument with a friend and they were like, oh, but um because they were like like it was the, the funniest thing they're like hating Chris Kirsh- or anakin skywalker might not have the uh knowledge to 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 do a like to be a force ghost and i'm like no yes he does because we see him at the end of, of return of the jedi <laughs> yeah, with obi-wan and yoda so that, that that entire theory's out the window like we do know that those three characters can um can come back as Force goes and especially I think Qui Gon Jinn too, which we don't see, but I think they say that at the at the end of Revenge of the Sith, or that he was like starting to, you know, whisper and like and help Yoda figure out how to, you know, talk in the afterlife, whatever. Um, but these characters can do this. You know what I mean? Like if you're strong enough, yes, you you can definitely do this. And we saw Anakin. Why not throw him in this fucking scene? That would, bro, that would be the perfect way to like connect everything too. Mm-hmm. Like, even though, like, yes, we, like, we have it, like, in our minds that they're all connected, but, like, it was just so, like, out of place and everything, and then, like, Harrison, like, seeing Harrison Ford was cool, but I'm like, bro, like, it just, it, it didn't hit me, like, and I wanted an and that entire scene, like, Adam Driver just completely carried that shit. I would have loved to see Adam Driver's Kylo Ren talking with Anakin Skywalker, and Anakin being, like, I don't know what he'd say. I'm not a fucking scriptwriter, but, you know, like, pretty much, like, bro, like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And um, I want to
0: I, I, I want to say something about you know Palpatine and Snoke and all that shit. So I really liked what Ryan Johnson did with Snoke. Well, okay, I take that back. I don't really like what he did, but retroactively, it just looks so much better now because of, of what happens in this movie. So stupid, but I think killing off Snoke and having like Kylo step up to be. Or looking like he was going to be like the main villain of the series was really cool. Now, arguing about Snoke and whatnot is in The Last Jedi and how they treated him is a different argument. I'm not here to talk about that. But I think, (laughs) like, them bringing back Palpatine despite being like no foreshadowing of the characters, like, you know, return and having yeah. his oh. wait 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 and having and fucking releasing his message through Fortnite like it, you literally <laughs> like the message that he sends throughout the galaxy isn't even spoken about in the movie or like in Dude. any promotional material Dude. it's in you have to Not play Fortnite all. and have been inside a lobby like inside you know watching the event which a shit ton of people like the Fortnite crashed you had to have been in that to see that, like that's so, stu- that's wait, so stupid. Wait, hold on for the,
1: for those of you that don't that for those of you that don't play video games at all. Yes, we are talking about the Fortnite, Fortnite, the video game, the we building and Fortnite. shooting. We love
0: Fortnite. We love Fortnite. Yes,
1: that is that is the Fortnite <laughs> we're talking about. Just in case you're confused,
0: like it, it's and then they just like say like, oh yeah, Palpatine's back in the title crawl, and then you're just like, wait, what? Like, I thought Kylo well, was okay. Like,
1: what? Yeah, so. When they announced the, the 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 name of Return or Rise of the Skywalker, um, or Rise of Skywalker, um, at the Star Wars convention, they had uh, what's his name come out? Um, the guy that plays Palpatine, Ian McDermott? Yes, they had him come out, and you know, like that was like their way of like saying, like, yo, he's gonna be in this movie. So I was like, okay, like, all right, I I guess we'll see how this you know plays out, and the only like they literally 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 the first set or the first two sentence of the opening scrawl or cra- whatever you call that shit <laughs> scrolls sc- bro you know, what crawl, about, like photo, you know what i'm talking an about dude you know what i'm talking about
0: opening crawl keep you going keep I'm going you almost, almost the first here. two sentences you're are literally
1: here. like that's the only ex- explanation we get is Oh, the, there's been whispers that Emperor Palpatine has returned, and I'm like, wait, that's the, <laughs> that's it. It's like, like that's wait, the what? Ex- like for what? Bro, I legit read the first like three sentences. Ask everybody else what I, I was like. I I started laughing. I'm like, wait, that's how that's how they're gonna do this. Like, I was like, I really hope that like you know we kind of see like at least give me like a two minute scene of like something. But nope, nothing. That's just they just literally boom start off with a Kylo Ren looking for him. I'm like, really? really and then that's and then kylo and it's
0: it does a huge disservice to kylo because then kylo just kind of becomes like someone's bitch again oh
1: like 100 and Snow. i'm like
0: and even though he like you know he kind of turns away from that you know towards the end of the film obviously but like yeah in the but beginning that's, that's it's just all like, he's known for now yeah it's like he it takes away from you know the who i think is the true villain or who should have been the true villain of this of the series it's like was he ever even really bad he was just like manipulated he was
1: never a threat honestly and what i find we see him constantly two, get
0: shit on throughout the whole series like he's not even menacing like he was cool dude, as fuck in the beginning of I, the no I, I
1: literally like before this movie i love kylo i thought like literally kylo ren had a great opening to become the next like big best bad guy you know what i mean yeah i agree i, I was like he has like there's opportunity here and they completely shot it down and what's funny too, bro, is that J.J. Abrams himself wrote Episode 7, Force Awakens. And in the movie, he says, looking at Darth Vader's mask, I will finish what you started. And Ryan Johnson, that was an idea that J.J. Abrams had that Ryan Johnson went forward with by mm-hmm. killing off Snoke. Like, this is not going to be something that he kills off Snoke or the big bad guy at the end of the last movie. And we're going to just have a rehash of Return of the Jedi. No, Ryan Johnson was like, not no, fuck that. We're killing him off now and we're having Kylo Ren step up. And I was like so happy about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Kylo Ren is going to now be the guy that you have to stop. And nope, first, first, literally the first thirty seconds of this movie, that's just out the window.
0: It's so. It's, it's just. It's so frustrating. It's a disservice, bro. It's so frustrating, and I'm um, I'm a little upset that you know Kylo was redeemed. In my opinion, uh, the second he killed Han. His character was irredeemable. A hundred percent. I think a hundred percent I think Kylo should have been the final villain. Um but I guess like I understand this is like a Skywalker thing, but it doesn't really matter because a Skywalker didn't even kill Palpatine. A fucking Palpatine killed Palpatine. Like if Kylo would have been the one to have killed pa- Palpatine, that would have I guess it would have been a little better. Would've, I would have been, like, okay, been a lot better. I would have been like, okay, that's fine, I guess. If Kylo would have been the but one... But then it's a rehash of fucking Return of the Jedi, okay, so but, I don't know. I mean, I guess, but... If Kylo would have been the one to live instead of Rey, I think I would have liked that a little more just because it's something... Like, it's a risk that I feel like this movie was too scared to take. Like, this movie was so scared to just take a risk. Like, you know, Chewie dying, but then not really, he's back. And then, like, Rey dying, and then it's like, oh, no, wait, not really, she's back. But then, like...
1: no, oh, yeah, there's, like, so many, like like... Like things that they were, you could tell that they wanted to do, or you know, were like kind of flirting with, and I was like, yes, 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 and then they just like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, like, Chewba- bro, they should have killed off Chewbacca. They 100 sh- percent should have killed him off right there.
0: I agree. Like, uh, who-, who dies in this movie? Hux, no one. Who is a joke of a character?
1: Did Did he even die? Because like he gets shot in the stomach, and then they're like, oh, take him away to the jail, or, like to the, to the cell or whatever the fuck I mean, they say. Sure like, is it's he, like
0: he- it's like implied that he's dead. Um, I mean, whatever.
1: If even if he is, bro, like, who the fuck cares about General Hux?
0: Yeah, Kylo is dead. Oh, Leia died in this movie,
1: which we knew was gonna happen. Yeah, which we
0: knew was gonna happen. Unfortunately, um, her death was also like, I don't know. I found her death like kind of cringe, or not cringe, but I don't know. I I thought it was just kind of weird.
1: I just, I, I feel like I I get where you're coming from, but I feel like you know, obviously, like with the limited. I don't know bro because there's like so many things that you could just do differently but like i just i feel like obviously like with the route that they wanted to take it with leia this was probably the best way for them to do it um but yeah it, it was a bit cringe i i it was just i don't know a lot of stuff i just don't agree with in this movie
0: oh cringe like like uh kylo kissing ray
1: oh my god bro so- that so- might be one of the worst scenes that's... And that's probably the worst scene in Star Wars history. Can we, can we establish that?
0: It's so fucking cringe. I, I don't know about the worst scene, but it's really cringe, bro. It's But,
1: like, bro, okay, but. And I was talking about it, you know, with everybody after the movie. Like, when was there any kind of sexual tension there? I mean, you know I don't know. I,
0: mean? Like, there was always a connection between Rey and. I
1: thought, but I looked at it as more like a brother and sister. Yeah, thing.
0: I never once really looked at it, like, romantically, like.
1: And but and this is the thing that I was saying too. Why does like why do we have to link it like romantically at all? Like why can't Ray just be a dope Jedi? You know what I mean? Why can't Kylo Ren be a dope villain? Why do we have to make this like about love? Which I get that it's like you know a lot of Star Wars is about, but it doesn't have to be that kind of love. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't have to be romantically. It could be like a brother and sister type of love yeah and the whole kiss just completely threw me off i if, if, if like kylo ren would have like kissed her on the forehead you know what i mean like a, you know what I mean? like kind of like how luke does to leia in episode eight mm-hmm. um like
0: it's like bro- it's like brotherly like a know?
1: meaningful like something it's, yeah yeah it's like a, it's like a meaningful kiss where it's like you know like 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 i appreciate you i love you you know what i mean but it's a different kind of meaning but then, no and this movie boom kissing the lips and i'm like what <laughs> i'm like it just oh my god bro like such a wasted potential for two great characters like re- like honestly Kylo Ren and, and Rey I, I really like them as characters but they just completely shit on them with that scene.
0: Yeah. And like I don't know I feel like a lot of this the stuff that happens in this movie is like really is like meaningless. Like it felt like like you know how in an RPG like, you talk to an NPC and like they have you like do a fetch quest? It felt like yeah. it felt like this movie had like four fetch quests in it and like just to like pad the screen time to get to like the final, final battle like for real this time. Uh, like they were, like J.J. J. Abrams like had the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie. He was like, fuck, we need like two hours more. Like what should we do? And then they were kind of like, hey, you remember Lando? And then J.J. J. was like, not really, but yeah, like let's bring him in, fuck it. And then like, I
1: don't know. I'm honestly, you know what's fun? I'm actually satisfied with Lando in this movie. I thought yeah, I yeah, actually thought that he did you know like i was scared when they said scared when they they said he was coming back in this movie because billy d is like you know super old now you know what i mean and i'm like i i just can't see him carrying that same charisma that lando once had but he does fine he does really good in this movie he's actually probably one of like one of the best moments in this movie um but yeah it's just like i don't know bro and this this entire sequel trilogy just lives on nostalgia and and like
0: (sighs) they brought the death star back again but like this time like like, on ships
1: (laughs) yeah and like let's put one on every ship but like (laughs) um someone said this on reddit like a gps on on only one of the ships though Literally, like GPS on one of the ships, but every other ship has a fucking the technology to have a Death Star. Like, okay, <laughs>
0: like this is just so much. Like, dumb. what's funny too,
1: bro, is like, and like this is what I wanted to talk about earlier, is that I can definitely see that Chris Terrio, the screenwriter, um, came into play, and like I can definitely see like because he's the type of. You know, writer like that. With what I've seen from you know, Batman versus Superman, the Ultimate Edition. I'm going off the Ultimate Edition for Batman versus Superman, um, and Justice League. And from what I've heard, that's in the Snyder Cut. Um, he's someone that like wants to dive into the lore of these stories, and they do that a bit in this movie, which I can appreciate. But then like, he just like wants to like add these like stupid ass twists that I'm like, bro, what like I. I you can't you can't tell me, like, bro, this movie's legit like the Batman versus Superman of Star Wars. Like, they're so similar. Like, they just have these cringe-ass scenes with, like, twists that just don't fucking, you know, like, they don't deliver. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, why would you even bring Chris Terrio in, for the, in the first place? Like, was J.J. J. Abrams really sitting there? Because he was the one that said, like, he called all the shots. It wasn't like Kathleen Kennedy was like, hey, I called Chris Terrio. He wants to help out. No. J.J. J. Abrams said, bring on Chris Terrio. I want to work with him. What on his fucking resume, <laughs> other than Argo, convinces you that he can do this? Like he can, he could be the one to help you close out the Skywalker saga.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, like I feel like you could, fuck. I feel like you could completely not watch like Episode Seven and Eight, and this movie would still make like the same amount of sense. A hundred percent. Like, there's like, what's really, what's really the point? And like. I think one of the big things I said this earlier. I think one of the biggest problems about this movie is that you know there's no real sense of danger. Like there's no there are no stakes in this. Like you know, yeah. There's just, no
1: there's no like consequences that these characters must face. Yeah, we're just like, we're just
0: thrown into the plot. You know, two hours of it. You know, being you know our characters some looking cool for lightsabers something. And shit. Cool lightsabers, which I guess the fight scenes were pretty cool. Like I think the Kylo Ren fighting the Knights of Ren is like a, a really really cool scene.
1: I love that scene. I think that's and the highlight of. The I, movie. I I think like the, yeah the fighting and like the visual effects. Like I said this on Twitter for on the, uh, at Inside Backlots Twitter account. I, um, I said it's like I was like I pretty much like was like saying how I didn't like the movie, but I really did like the like the effects, the visual effects, and and the choreography and the fighting. okay oh, can all that we, can, stuff. we
0: and, g- can we give a shout out to the MVP of fucking Star Wars, John Williams. Can we just give a shout out? Because that guy is fucking, he is a fucking god. Okay,
1: Adam Driver, like, carried this movie, like, with his acting, but, like, John Williams has carried these movies with his score. Like,
0: I think, like, it's, I think you can compare Ramin Jawandi, the composer for Game of Thrones, to John Williams, because, man, see, we have made no secret of our hate for season eight of Game of Thrones, but Ramin Jawandi. The music for season eight is fantastic. So, like, sh- shout out to John Williams, man, because the score in this was awesome. Even though I am a little upset that Duel of the Fates was used in some of the trailers and it's not in this movie. It was um, like, it was
1: like used in like the end of, um, like when she's facing against Palpatine. It was like, like I think, like, I don't the think first, no, like, th- it? Yeah, no, someone pointed it out. Like, it's like only the first like two or three seconds of it, and then it like transitions into something else. I mean, I couldn't so, even tell, but I wish
0: it would have been there longer, especially because it was used, you know, in the marketing.
1: Yeah, they, they're promoted in the trailer. Bro, like, the thing, like, they know how to get us, though. Like, they're promoting in the trailers. Like, I even, like, tweeted that shit. I was like, oh, with Duel of the Fates trailer music or whatever. What, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, bro, gonna have Duel of the fucking Fates in this movie, man. Let's get it. But they kind of don't. And, like, why would you tease us? I hate, oh, God, I hate them.
0: I mean, whatever. Like, the score it was still amazing. No complaints about that. Um
1: never. Never. When John Williams is composing a movie, you know it's about to be fire. Yeah.
0: I'm sad he's leaving, but at least we have Michael Giacchino, you know, to take over the reins if he wants well, to. I, I, I think
1: to John Williams is like done. Like I'm pretty sure he's retiring yeah, after this. Yeah, he
0: said he said this was his last I don't know if he said it was his like last Star Wars I- movie or like his last movie.
1: Oh, I mean, whatever it is, like, you know, props to a fucking fantastic. To career, a legend to hope. a
0: legend. One of the greatest Yes
1: composers, like of music ever.
0: Yeah. One of the, Yeah, one of the greatest composers. John, name me five composers. Also, by the <laughs> way. Now that I think of John, it. Now that you say that, name me five composers. John
1: Williams times five.
0: Good enough for me. Um, I don't know, man. If I had oh. to like say the good in this movie, I would say, you know, obviously the performances between, you know, from the main cast, John Williams' score. Obviously, I think um, some of the cinematography was pretty good. Um... The fight scene, which, effects. yeah, the visual effects were fantastic. I think the fight scene between, uh, again, Kylo and the Knights of Ren was pretty cool. I think the fight scene between Rey and Kylo was pretty cool, also. Um, yeah, that was good. The water and shit. Yeah, I didn't have any problems with that.
1: Um, Honestly, the, the I, I one thing I'll give this movie is like I feel like the lightsabers have never looked so good. Like, like obviously this the new uh, trilogy, uh, like visual effects are just you know, ridiculously good nowadays. But I, I feel like they there's something about him in this movie that I was like, bro, like the lightsabers just fucking mm, they look so good. I it, that might be like a little bit of JJ Abrams like lens flare and shit. You know what I mean? How he likes to like touch the fucking oh, yeah. visuals of movies. Like that could be him. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing I'll give him like I like I'm a fucking sucker for lightsaber. And I, I feel like if you like Star Wars, you are too. Like you would just love to see a good lightsaber fight yeah um and I, I I thought they looked really good in this movie
0: yeah i think one thing i also really disliked is and we talked about this earlier before we started the episode is that how overpowered ray and and adam driver are i mean like anakin was literally like made out of the force he's like he's literally like star wars jesus and he's like dwarfed compared to the power of Ray and Adam Driver, like they could, like I guess they could just literally bring people back to life. Which... I could,
1: but like uh, the thing is, like with Ky- when it comes to Kylo Ren, at least, like I, I guess I see it though. Like you know, he's got strong blood and his running in his veins, like that. Anakin is like,
0: fucking Force Jesus. No, I don't no, want to hear the blood. Me, I don't want to trust hear me. The blood. No, no, I 100, no, I, I agree.
1: No, no, I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm saying like if they make Anakin strong, like if they made Anakin stronger, then like yes, this makes a lot of sense. But they don't, so it doesn't make sense. But if that was like a reasoning behind it, like then I'd be like all right fuck it i'll accept that you know what i mean or like you know he just dives like balls deep into the dark side like like not as hard that as anakin did you know what i mean i don't know they could have just done some shit like that and i'd have been like that's fine but no not really that's not how this works
0: yeah like that rubbed me the wrong way um
1: yeah, they're, like, fucking reviving each other back and forth. Yeah, bro, <laughs> so like, like, what, what the, the fuck heck? is going yeah, on? I wish movie? Anakin
0: knew that before he turned to the fucking dark side. Like, hey, bro, you <laughs> can revive Padme, but, I mean, she ended up dying for something else, but whatever. Like, yeah, but, know. like, if, if
1: Anakin, like, Anakin would, like, would 100% do that in a heartbeat. Like, this is the exact, like, there's a reason why he became Darth Vader. It's all because of that. Yeah, literally. Um, bro, And then Ray and, and
0: Kylo are here doing it fucking willy-nilly, like,
1: yeah, it's all like they were literally doing that shit, like as it like as a regular Jedi would do, like you know, moving an object. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, like
0: it's pretty fucking
1: crazy. And then, bro, you know what I hated was General Hux's reasoning behind why he's the the secret guy, uh, the the um, the traitor or whatever. You know what I mean? Where it's literally like, like oh, like why are you helping us? Like, cause fuck Kylo Ren. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. that's legit. Why? Yeah, because he doesn't like him.
0: I mean, so dumb. So, so, so dumb. Like, I can't say I'm disappointed because, quite honestly, I didn't have high hopes for the movie anyways, which is pretty sad. But I was speaking to my cousin, who was also a, a big Star Wars fan, and he put this in like a in a perspective that kind of, you know, relieved me a little bit, is that now we can finally move on from the Skywalker baggage.
1: mm it, mm-hmm. is
0: that we don't need to deal with this bullshit anymore now we can get now ryan johnson has his own trilogy yes. which has me super yes. excited fucking D D got dropped which has me super excited um you know we have the mandalorian whose last episode comes out like soon we have clone, the clone wars. wars last season coming out soon yep. we have fucking um the obi-wan show which i think is the next star wars show hitting uh Disney Plus, so there's a lot of good Star Wars content coming out that doesn't have the Skywalker baggage. We can finally move on from Ray Palpatine, I guess.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. And like, as much as we like, like, this is literally what you just said. Like, as much as we shit in this movie, there's still a ton to look forward to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like,
1: like it's not like like I like as much as we're shitting on this movie. Like Stephen and I, like literally, like after we're done recording, we'll we'll go home and fucking watch clone wars i literally I, I, Man- actually, I literally might just after get on this Battle i'm gonna Front go watch 2. Mandalorian no
0: i literally might just get on battlefront 2 <laughs>
1: yes Wait. like i i literally love star wars but that is why i'm so like passionate about this shit talking that we're doing is because i just don't like what they've done with it but there's still a lot of good left a ton of potential um there's so much opportunity there Absolutely. and like ryan johnson's trilogy bro like Bro, I, I especially after seeing Knives out, I'm like, dude, give this guy his own trilogy. Let him call his own shots and let's see what he can fucking do. Cause I just it's I feel like it, it could be magic.
0: Like the people who are who are saying like, oh, you know, Star Wars is dead, you know, like Star Wars is shit now, I'm never gonna watch another Star Wars movie, like those people are so like out of touch and like Star Wars will never be Star dead. Star Wars would never be dead. I think I honestly think like I honestly think that the best is is yet to come if I'm being quite honest, because mm. let's face it, out of the nine films in the Skywalker saga, like four of them are bad, two of them are fine, and by bad and the I rest mean, are good, yeah, and the rest are are good to amazing, like good to great. I think a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back are I honestly think of the all greatest of the films movie, ever
1: of the re- originals, I think all three of them are fantastic movies
0: return of the jedi has this problem but i think it's a great movie i think it's like as good no it's better than revenge of the sith revenge of the sith being a good movie i think rogue one is a great movie like i think there's uh, yeah there's, there's a lot of look there's, forward
1: there's, to. yes and what what i find interesting too is that kathleen kennedy recently came out and said um after this film obviously this is the end of the skywalker saga so we're not going to have any more episodes we're just gonna have new stories. Um, but she said that like they're not necessarily gonna focus because I, I think every single Star Wars movie that they made, other than Rogue One, I think that they've tried to um like establish a new trilogy of movies. Like obviously they made episode seven, eight, nine. And if you've watched solo and if you've seen you've kind of seen how they what they did with it, you can kind of see that they were trying to make their own franchise of films. Now, will that come to fruition after or these T sequels? Probably not. Because it still ends in a way that you know, you've set some things up, but you can tell these stories in a different uh platform like Disney Plus or on Obi Wan Show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, there's just like there's just so much potential, and like and and I'm just like uh, bro, I, I'm I'm just so excited about I I can't get like, I have to go back to like I'm just so excited about Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Yeah, and I think, bro, okay, hear me out, hear me out. Other than maybe like or other than episode five, like that's the only. Um, who who directed that? Irvin Kershner, or, or uh, that, yeah. his name? Yeah, I believe so. Um, I I forget what else he's directed, but you can make the argument that Ryan Johnson is the best director that has done a Star Wars film.
0: I wouldn't disagree with that.
1: That's why I'm so excited. Like, it's just there's so much potential. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: okay, where would you rank this amongst your your favorite like Star Wars movies? Because if I'm gonna be well, quite ra- honest, this is a sp- probably at the bottom, if not like very, very close to the bottom. That's it's probably there with like All right, honestly, bro, menace and like, Attack of the Clones.
1: Let's just like cut to the chase. Like I know we were gonna do a top five. I'm just gonna like list my my movies from least to best. Fuck it, um, go, go. But ahead. I'm not gonna go into crazy detail. That's fine. But I'm gonna list my like what I think is the worst Star Wars movie to the best. Um, I'm gonna start off with episode two. I think that movie is pretty fucking terrible.
0: It is pretty garbage. I
1: hate it. Episode one is the next one after that. The only reason why that's not behind episode two is because Darth Maul kills that shit. And I, I like Qui Gon Jinn. I'm a sucker for Qui Gon. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm gonna put Rise of the Skywalker, or the Rise of the Skywalker of Skywalker. Um, I mean I don't really have to go into detail about that. Okay, so my next one that I, I kind of this is what I wanted to talk about with you. And this is a big... like. Don't this is say it. Don't say it. Don't, just, I have no, to. Skip it. Skip okay. it. Skip it. Don't no, say listen. It. Listen. Listen. I'm going to have to place episode four there because... <sighs> listen. Listen. When I saw these movies... Imagine the having
0: trip. such a small brain.
1: <laughs> when I saw... And I talked about it with, uh, with Josh. And I, I'm pretty sure he agreed with me. Or at least he... If he didn't agree with me, he was like, I definitely see where you're coming from. Episode four is a fantastic movie. I love that movie. But... It does not hold up well at all. Like, like as time has you know gone for. Like I, when I watched that movie as a kid, I was like, "Bro, this is the shit." And I, when I watch that movie now, I'm like dumb bored. Like, there's so many scenes that drag, and like it just feels like the fucking plot takes forever to get going in that movie. And I just feel like it just doesn't age well. That's the only reason why I have it so low on my list. It's like, like this is just my personal list like my favorites like no like i'm not trying to be like you know i'm not looking at it as at a critic standpoint like i'm just looking at it as like my favorites like that that's the reason why it's so low i just find it a little bit boring but it's also establishing a lot of stuff i mean you um, also play fo- one,
0: you also play fortnite so
1: no i don't <laughs> this guy it's coming from the guy that probably has played like more hours of fortnite what past, like, m-
0: <laughs> don't even don't even start go next go um
1: next one. no i i I I, this is just my opinion, but next I have Solo. Um, I think if you've seen Solo, you could definitely. I mean, Steven hasn't seen it, so how 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 diehard is a Star Wars fan is he? I
0: refuse, I refuse, I refuse.
1: I think if you've seen it though, like you can definitely see that there's a good movie there. I refuse. Um, the next one on my list is Last Jedi. But that okay, so that's where we're going forward now. My honorable mention is the Last Jedi. I really like that movie a lot. I like I love a lot of things that they do in that movie. I hate a couple things that they do in that movie. Um. But that is like, you know, if I had to have an honorable mention, that's my that's my, that's my my pick. Um, and then next would be The Force Awakens. I think that's a good movie. No? I mean, I think that The Force Awakens establishes a good character base and, and gets the ball rolling. On uh, the fact that you po- have... On potentially... What?
0: The fact that you have The Force Awakens over A New Hope actually makes me want to vomit. Like,
1: bro, like I want to throw I just, up. I, I, I want to throw but, up. But, okay, if I'm watching A Force Awakens and A New Hope today... I'm going to enjoy uh, The Force Awakens more because A New Hope is soul, has so many boring-ass scenes, bro. Ew.
0: And I love Star Wars.
1: I love Star Wars, but that movie has so many boring scenes.
0: Um, If you guys are listening, I'm taking applications for a new co-host. Email us <laughs> at um, insidebackloud at gmail.com. Um, send me uh, your resumes anyways. and your favorite... No, I'm not kidding. Send me your favorite movies of all time um just put a new hope over the force awakens and you'll probably get hired so just send those bro uh, do
1: you just think about it just think about it think about what i said and and let me know I, let me i'll hear your list but let me just finish this list off next i have rogue one i think it's a fantastic like war movie that's set inside star wars gives you a, a reasoning behind the death star um uh like plans and shit mm-hmm. dope dope movie enjoyed it mean, a lot then you. i got then i got revenge of the sith george lucas's probably his best uh like film that he's directed because it's just like just cuts to the chase you just fucking see anakin go balls deep into the dark side like it's a fantastic movie to watch i love that movie it's it's got you know some cringe scenes it has the editing's not you know it's not up to par but the last uh uh, the last um it's not star wars if
0: it doesn't have at least one cringe scene
1: honestly The last um, act of the movie, like the last like you know forty minutes of the movie, is just like straight fucking action and and just so much stories going on where you're like holy fuck they're just throwing so much at you that it's like but it's enjoyable because at the same time you know it's gonna happen but you want to see how it fucking plays out.
0: I see through the Um, lies of the Jedi. (laughs)
1: Um, I think you should be the next Anakin, bro. If they ever do like a new like series, right? I've
0: been getting that lately. I should, yeah. Hit me up, George Lucas.
1: Um, next on I or Kathleen Kennedy, of-
0: since you love making bad decisions, hit me up.
1: Yes, honestly, she <laughs> might actually now. She, I, I know she listens to the podcast. We were trying to get her on for this episode, but uh she knew that we were gonna shit on it, so she didn't want to. Yeah, I feel you
0: know. you. I, I'm gonna still text her though and be like, hey, like, you know, <laughs> no hard feelings, whatever. I'm gonna text her right now. Actually, continue um,
1: Next on the list is Return of the Jedi. um The only thing I can really say that I don't like about Return of the Jedi is the whole thing with Jabba the Hutt. I feel like it takes 10 years to fucking, you know, like progress. Like, don't you think that, like, that entire, like, sequence of the movie just drags?
0: Sorry, I just sent Kathleen the message.
1: Oh, uh, you're good. You're good. Um,. <laughs> But yeah, I just think that entire shit. <laughs> I literally just got a text message from Stephen that just has a fuck ton of letters. <laughs> oh fuck! Hold
0: on, my cat is walking on my Mac. Fuck.
1: This guy doesn't even own a cat, bro. <laughs> um, Return of the Jedi, my number two, and then my number one is obviously Empire Strikes Mac. Uh, Strikes Back. That's Strikes one of my Mac? favorite films Marlon ever. Mac? <laughs> I
0: don't know if you know um, who that is. He's a football player. I know you don't watch sports.
1: I don't. I'm not a sports fan at all um but yeah empire number one we all know why
0: okay so um i'm just gonna say my honorable mention and my top five just because the, the movies are kind of like well i feel like
1: your your list is probably not debatable i had to kind of like give an explanation of why my list is like that
0: yeah so honorable mention i have the last jedi the stuff that i love in the movie i love the stuff that i hate in the movie i hate um but i got to put this in there somewhere because honestly, do you,
1: do you have more things that you love in that movie than you hate?
0: I'd say it's honestly about fifty fifty. It's like they're fucking dead even.
1: What do you, what do you hate? Like, I know obviously like the whole Leia scene kinda like I think everybody the can whole, like come together and, the whole and say uh, that they hate that.
0: Superman Leia I think is really stupid. I think, um, you know, the way they handled Snoke and, you know, not really giving a proper explanation to him and just kind of, you know, pushing his characters to the side, I think was handled very poorly. I think Rose Tico is up there with um Jar Jar Binks as one of the worst characters in Star Wars now no disrespect to Kelly Marie Tran I think she is awesome I think she's a wonderful person I'm just she saying does,
1: she does she does well with what she's getting. yeah
0: I think I think just as a character Rose just sucks I think if it was any actress playing that role um I think the result would be the same it's not her it's you know the writing going into it and you know she got the Jar Jar treatment in this movie in the Rise of Skywalker um, I think the whole, you know, casino planet thing was pretty stupid. I think the whole Captain Phasma thing was really stupid. Um, but, you know, I love the stuff that they do with Rey, with Kylo, with Luke. Um, I think Luke's send-off, I think, is beautiful. I think Yoda's inclusion love in it. the movie is is wonderfully done. Um, I love what they did with Rey's character before this movie shit on it. I think they really added to the lore of the Jedi in that movie. I'm telling you, the stuff that I love, I love. Um, so, you know, that is firmly in the honorable mention. I have The Force Awakens at my number five, although now that I think about it, I might put The Last Jedi up at five and drop down The Force Awakens to for my honorable mention now that I think about it. Um,
1: I was actually thinking about doing the exact same thing because that's our, we have the same five in honorable mention. I was like, like, as I put the list together, I was like... Do I want to put the Force Awakens above Last Jedi? Yeah,
0: like I, I think now I'm gonna switch those. Actually, so the Last Jedi is at my number five. Force Awakens is my honorable mention. Um, I have Revenge of the Sith at my number four. I have very, I'm very nostalgic towards Revenge of the Sith. That's the one Star Wars movie that I vividly remember watching in theaters. Um, I recognize that there's a lot of cringe, there's a lot of bad in that movie, but I don't care. I think I, I love it. I love I, I'm willing I to look past. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'm willing to look past it. And I love um, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. I love Hayden Christensen as Anakin. I just love that film. Um, I have Rogue One as my number three. I think this is easily the best of the new Star Wars movies. I recognize that the characters aren't, you know, super fleshed out. But I think it does a great job of telling us a, a story in the Star Wars universe that's separate, you know from, like, the main plot. Um, and I think, in my opinion, it has the best Star Wars scene of all time with Darth Vader um, at the end of the film. I Have a New Hope as my number two. No explanation there. It's the OG, the original. And then, number one, The Empire Strikes Back. Arguably one of the greatest films, you know, ever made.
1: Probably the best sequel ever made.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, no, you have Godfather Part Two there, bro.
1: Yeah, honestly, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, you can, okay? It's, top it's top de- two, top three. It's
0: definitely like in that upper tier, even though like it's not a perfect movie. I think you know it's legacy and like what it did, you know, for like pop culture. I think you can't deny that, and I think it, off of that alone, it's in that upper tier of, you know, Terminator Two, um, The Godfather Part Two, um, uh The Pink Panther Two. I think. <laughs> Like it's up there in, in like the pantheon of
1: dude of great on eagles. Christmas Day. Pink Panther was on, or no, it was Christmas Eve. Pink Panther was on, and I li- like my entire family was like, "Oh, look, like Pink Panther's on." I was like, "Turn that shit off right the fuck now."
0: Yeah, but you also think the Force Awakens is better than a New Hope, so.
1: Bro, I don't think that the Force Awakens is a New Hope. I just prefer it because a New Hope is boring.
0: Small brain. <laughs> i mean yeah i think that pretty much <laughs> wraps this episode up i said
1: do you have any well I uh, one thing i kind of want to um touch on for a second that i really like that um jj J. abrams did in R- rise of skywalker is um we didn't talk about it before that's why i just want to bring it up real quick as we uh, conclude this episode was the final scene or one of the final scenes when ray has all the Jedi uh, talking to her, saying, like, use the Force, uh, rise, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I really liked how they included Ahsoka in that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool.
1: And and you hear, like, everybody. Mace Windu. uh, You hear Samuel Jackson. You hear Qui-Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson. um, You hear Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness as Obi-Wan. Yoda. You hear everybody. You literally hear everybody that's had, like, a significant part in not just, like, the like the movies but like in the shows like Clone Wars and Rebels um so I really I could really appreciate that
0: yeah I I thought that was cool too but when I did hear Hayden Christensen I just got upset over the fact that I was like hey I was like bro really this is what we get from the fucking like the main literally like the main character of you know the series but I mean whatever you know I'll take I'll take I'll take I'll take what I can get like at this at this rate but um yeah, so that's our review on Star Wars episode nine Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I did not like it at all. John didn't like it either. I would don't know if I would put this yeah, I probably put this on like my most disappointing uh movies of the year. Yeah, it's probably, probably up there probably it's probably one. up there with like Joker for me. Um But yeah, that's our review of the Rise of Skywalker. I gave it a two out of five on Letterboxd. I think John gave same, it the same. same but- here. Um, don't be surprised if you see that drop, you know, soon. Um follow us on Twitter at Inside Backlot and Instagram as well. Um you guys can Inside the Backlot on Instagram. You guys it's not the same as on Twitter. Oh yeah, true. You guys can find more of our podcasts on wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, Pocket Casts, um, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. We have a lot of cool a lot of cool episodes on there i know we've our most recent episode was knives out which we did with nick sarmiento um you know we talked about dora which i think takes home best picture this year at the academy awards and stay tuned yeah and stay tuned again for more episodes coming soon we have a lot of cool shit coming for you guys
1: not even episodes man we have a lot of good content coming your way like just you know not like podcast aside everything we're doing on social media has been awesome and it's been really fun yeah so we got a lot of good stuff coming up especially in 2020
0: yeah absolutely absolutely so um stay tuned for our next episode and happy holidays and merry christmas to you guys